You are now listening to Unsolved Mysteries and Cold Cases. I'm your host, Steve Matthews, your guide into the shadowy depths of the unresolved, the enigmatic, and the chilling. Each episode, we'll delve into baffling disappearances, unsolved crimes, and tales that have slipped through the cracks of time and memory. Through interviews, expert analysis, and meticulous investigation, we'll attempt to piece together the puzzles that have perplexed minds for years. So, if you have a curious heart and a mind unafraid of the shadows, join me in unraveling the enigmas that refuse to be forgotten and give voice to the silent tales hidden within the folds of history. Beneath the depths of human history lies an enigma that has puzzled philosophers, explorers, historians, and archaeologists for millennia. It is a tale that weaves together the rich threads of myth, philosophy, and speculation into a tapestry that transcends the bounds of time. A tale of grandeur, power, decline, and ultimate obliteration, the tale of the lost city of Atlantis. Birthed in the philosophic dialogues of the ancient scholar Plato, Atlantis was described as a civilization of unparalleled wealth and power, situated beyond the pillars of Hercules. The narrative is rich with details of its awe-inspiring architecture, advanced knowledge, and societal structure. Yet, in a classic cycle of rise and fall, the story culminates in Atlantis's descent into moral degradation and its subsequent obliteration by divine wrath. Over the centuries, the Atlantis narrative has been adopted, adapted, and transformed across various cultures, its allure undimmed, its enigma unsolved. In this saga of human curiosity and discovery, we shall journey through the narratives, explore the allure, ponder the theories, and delve into the archaeological pursuits that the Atlantis mystery has spawned. We shall listen to the debates and the arguments between the skeptics and the believers. And finally, we shall take a look at where the story stands today, what the latest developments are, and why the Atlantis enigma continues to fascinate and bewitch. Join us on this voyage into the depths of time, as we attempt to unravel the ancient enigma that is the lost city of Atlantis. Chapter 1 Lost in Legend The Atlantis Narrative Centuries have turned since the sun first rose on the philosophy of ancient Greece, yet it continues to illumine our understanding of the world. Among its radiant luminaries was Plato, whose dialogues gave birth to the legend of Atlantis a tale that would captivate the imaginations of generations to come. Plato was a towering figure in the world of classical philosophy. His dialogues are widely recognized as some of the foundational texts of Western philosophy. Yet, in two of these discourses, Timaeus and Critias, he shifted from his typical fare of ethics and metaphysics to spin a narrative of an ancient civilization, a narrative that would reverberate through the annals of human history. In the dialogue Timaeus, Plato first introduces Atlantis through the character of Critias, who recounts an ancient tale passed down from his grandfather. This was a story told by the celebrated Athenian statesman Solon, who had learned of Atlantis from Egyptian priests during his travels. Atlantis, as described by these priests, was a powerful and advanced civilization that existed beyond the pillars of Hercules, 9,000 years before their own time. In the following dialogue, Critias, Plato presents a more detailed account of this enigmatic civilization. Through Critias, he sketches a vivid picture of Atlantis, 
readers are drawn into a world of splendor and grandeur, a civilization of extraordinary wealth and power, marked by monumental architecture and advanced knowledge. The Atlanteans, as described by Plato, were neither gods nor mere mortals, but a hybrid race that exhibited qualities of both. Their island was described as larger than Asia and Libya combined, rich in natural resources and home to a great capital with concentric rings of water and land. However, as the tale unfolds, the radiant image of Atlantis begins to tarnish. A story of hubris emerges, the Atlanteans falling from divine favor due to their moral corruption. And here, the narrative takes a tragic turn. In a single day and night of catastrophic earthquakes and floods, Atlantis is said to sink beneath the sea, disappearing without a trace. Thus, in the writings of a philosopher born more than two millennia ago, was born the legend of Atlantis. A tale that begins in grandeur and ends in oblivion, leaving behind a mystery that has intrigued humanity ever since. From Plato's quill flowed an enigma, and as we delve deeper into this enigma, we'll explore the many dimensions of Atlantis, the allure it continues to hold, and the theories it has spawned. The journey has just begun. As we dive deeper into the heart of the Atlantis narrative, we come face to face with a civilization that would make even the most powerful empires of history pale in comparison. This Atlantis, as painted by Plato, was a realm of unsurpassed opulence, might, and architectural magnificence, but also a land destined for a dramatic downfall. Plato's narrative spins a yarn of the Atlanteans, a remarkable people born of the union between the god Poseidon and a mortal woman. Their city was a wonder, designed with precision and beauty that could make the most skilled architect marvel. The city was structured with alternating concentric rings of water and land, with the royal palace situated at the city's heart. Magnificent walls of gold, silver, and precious stones adorned the city, reflecting the vast wealth this civilization had amassed. Atlantis was a realm teeming with natural resources, filled with lush forests, fertile plains, and mineral-rich mountains. The Atlanteans were masters of their domain, harnessing these resources to develop a society that was both technologically advanced and militarily powerful. Their navy was unparalleled, their horses renowned, and their weapons unmatched. Yet, despite their might, the Atlanteans lived in harmony with nature, their way of life marked by temperance and wisdom. However, the golden age of Atlantis was not destined to last. In time, the Atlanteans, intoxicated by their own power and wealth, began to lose sight of their divine lineage and virtuous living. They became consumed by greed and lust for power. As Plato lamented through the voice of Critias, human nature got the upper hand. They became tainted with unrighteous ambition and power. As the moral fabric of the Atlantean society began to unravel, so too did their fate. According to the tale, Zeus, the king of the gods, chose to punish the Atlanteans for their arrogance and transgressions. Thus, in a dramatic twist, Plato describes a cataclysm of unprecedented scale earthquakes that shook the ground, floods that rose from the sea. Within a day and night, the entire city of Atlantis, its riches, its power, and its people, disappeared into the ocean depths, leaving behind only a memory and a cautionary tale. And so, 
The tale of Atlantis takes us from an age of glory and prosperity to a chilling end of self-destruction. As we journey forward, we'll explore how this compelling narrative has woven itself into the tapestry of various cultures and the myriad ways it continues to captivate us to this day. Just as rivers continue their journey long after they disappear from sight, flowing beneath the surface, so too has the tale of Atlantis continued its voyage through the undercurrents of cultural history. From ancient texts to contemporary screens, the Atlantis narrative has found new expressions and forms, shaping and being shaped by the human imagination. In the centuries following Plato's account, Atlantis's influence spread far and wide. Early interpretations were largely philosophical or allegorical, often used to illustrate moral or political points. Some ancient scholars like Cranter, a student of Plato's student, took Plato's accounts of Atlantis at face value, believing in the literal existence of the advanced civilization. However, the tale of Atlantis largely faded into obscurity during the Middle Ages, only to be revived in the Renaissance period with a renewed interest in classical texts. The narrative's resurgence during the Renaissance led to various reinterpretations of the tale. Sir Francis Bacon, an influential 17th-century philosopher, envisioned a utopian society called New Atlantis. In his vision, New Atlantis was an island nation where scientific knowledge and discovery ruled, far removed from the moral decadence that had doomed ancient Atlantis. The tale's grip on popular culture strengthened in the 19th and 20th centuries. Ignatius Donnelly, a U.S. congressman and amateur historian, wrote an entire book arguing that all known ancient civilizations were descendants of the advanced Atlantean society. This brought Atlantis into the realm of pseudoscience, sparking countless theories about its potential location and technological achievements. In modern times, Atlantis has found its way into almost every corner of popular culture. From Jules Verne's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea to the animated tales spun by Disney, the narrative of the lost city has proven its staying power. Even video games like the Assassin's Creed series have adopted the tale, offering players the opportunity to explore a visually stunning, though fictional, rendition of the lost city. Thus, the narrative of Atlantis, birthed in the dialogues of an ancient philosopher, has rippled through the ocean of human culture, constantly being adopted, adapted, and transformed. The city might have sunk in the depths of the ocean, but the tale refuses to fade. As we unravel this mystery further, we'll see why this tale of a lost city, of wealth, power, and downfall, continues to echo through the corridors of time. Chapter 2 Mystery Unveiled the allure of Atlantis. What is it about the tale of Atlantis that has continued to grip the human imagination over centuries? Why does this story of a lost city, a fallen civilization, continue to enchant us, inspire us, and puzzle us? As we delve into this enigma, we'll discover that the allure of Atlantis is woven from many threads, mystery, aspiration, and a reflection of our own humanity. At the heart of Atlantis's allure is the enigma that surrounds it. The idea of a lost civilization, advanced beyond its time, swallowed by the sea in a day and a night, stirs our innate curiosity. The human mind is drawn to puzzles, to unsolved mysteries, and Atlantis is a perfect puzzle. Its existence is hinted at in ancient texts, but it eludes our grasp, 
its whereabouts unknown, its fate a mystery. This enigma is like an unsolved riddle that tantalizes us, beckoning us to unravel its secrets. But the allure of Atlantis goes beyond the mystery. It's also a canvas for our aspirations and dreams. Atlantis, in all its glory and grandeur, represents an idealized vision of what human civilization could be. Its monumental architecture, its harmony with nature, and its advanced society present a utopian image that both inspires and challenges us. The narrative of Atlantis invites us to wonder, if such a civilization could exist in the past, what heights could we reach in the future? Finally, the story of Atlantis mirrors our own humanity in profound ways. The Atlanteans, for all their advanced knowledge and power, were not immune to the pitfalls of greed, corruption, and moral degradation. The tale serves as a cautionary reminder of the perils of unchecked ambition and the potential for self-destruction that comes with it. In the rise and fall of Atlantis, we see our own potential for greatness, but also the risks that come with it. The tale of Atlantis, then, is more than a story of a lost city. It's a mirror in which we see our curiosity reflected, an ideal we aspire to, and a cautionary tale that resonates with our own human nature. As we continue our journey into the heart of this enigma, we'll explore the various theories about Atlantis, the efforts made to solve this mystery, and the tantalizing hints that keep the legend alive. The story of Atlantis, a tale spun from the ancient world, has not only managed to survive through millennia but has etched itself into the modern consciousness, transforming popular culture in profound and intriguing ways. This, often referred to as the Atlantis Effect, permeates literature, film, music, video games, and even fashion, reflecting our enduring fascination with the lost city. One of the early influencers of the Atlantis narrative in popular culture was Jules Verne, a 19th-century French novelist. Known for his pioneering contributions to science fiction, Verne incorporated the legend of Atlantis in his classic novel 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Verne's depiction of the sunken city provided a visual image of Atlantis that stirred the imaginations of readers around the world. In the realm of cinema, the Atlantis narrative found a home in the silent film era with Georges Méliès's The Conquest of the Pole in 1912. From then on, Atlantis became a common trope in films and television series, each rendition offering a unique interpretation of the lost city, ranging from disaster epics to action-adventure sagas. The allure of Atlantis has also echoed through the world of music. It has inspired songs across a wide spectrum of genres, from Donovan's 1968 hit song Atlantis to more modern compositions in electronic music, where the imagery of a lost underwater city provides a rich canvas for sonic exploration. In recent years, the influence of the Atlantis narrative has even extended to the digital realm of video games. Titles like the Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Fate of Atlantis and Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis offer immersive experiences that transport players into a fictional interpretation of the fabled city. These games capture the allure of the ancient mystery while offering a participatory journey of exploration and discovery. Even the fashion industry has not been immune to the Atlantis effect. Designers have drawn inspiration from the myth creating collections that combine elements of ancient opulence with undersea aesthetics. 
the results are dramatic interpretations that evoke the lost city's grandeur, mystery, and its tragic end. The Atlantis effect demonstrates how the tale of a lost civilization, born from the ancient past, has managed to traverse through centuries, leaving its indelible mark on the landscape of popular culture. As we continue to explore the mysteries of Atlantis, the tale's impact only grows, stirring our collective imagination and sparking creative expressions that keep the legend alive. The tale of Atlantis, with its powerful narrative of rise and fall, has transcended its original context to become a potent metaphor in contemporary discourse. This tale, born from the philosophical dialogues of Plato, now serves as an allegory for issues that resonate with the modern world, the allure of power, the potential for self-destruction, and the dangers of forgetting our roots. The narrative of Atlantis's rise represents the human potential for greatness. The advanced civilization, the harmonious coexistence with nature, and the powerful navy symbolize the heights that humanity can reach with wisdom, creativity, and innovation. In many ways, Atlantis stands as a metaphor for aspiration and human advancement, inspiring us to strive for progress and prosperity. Yet, the tragic fall of Atlantis serves as a poignant reminder of the potential for self-destruction inherent in unchecked ambition and power. The Atlanteans, despite their advancements, fell prey to hubris, their moral decay leading to their catastrophic end. In a world grappling with challenges such as climate change, resource depletion, and socioeconomic disparity, the tale of Atlantis serves as a stark warning. It urges us to seek sustainable development, balance our ambitions with ethical considerations, and avoid the path that led to Atlantis's downfall. Finally, the lingering mystery of Atlantis serves as a metaphor for the loss of ancient wisdom and the dangers of forgetting our roots. The tale invites us to value our history, to learn from the past, and to recognize that, while we may strive for progress, it should not come at the cost of forgetting our origins. Through these metaphors, the tale of Atlantis continues to speak to us, echoing through the corridors of time, reminding us of our potential for both greatness and destruction. As we explore the various theories and efforts to solve the Atlantis mystery in the following chapters, we'll see how this ancient tale continues to influence our understanding of our past, our present, and the path we pave for our future. Chapter 3 Theories Unearthed Possible Locations of Atlantis Our exploration of the various theories surrounding Atlantis takes us first to the Mediterranean, specifically to the region around the Pillars of Hercules, modern-day Strait of Gibraltar. Plato's texts, our primary source of Atlantis's lore, describe the city-state as being beyond the Pillars of Hercules, leading many explorers and researchers to search for signs of the lost city in this region. One of the leading figures in this quest was the late 20th-century archaeologist J. V. Luce. He proposed that the ancient Minoan civilization on the island of Thera, now known as Santorini, was the real-life basis for Plato's Atlantis. Luce drew parallels between the Minoan civilization's advanced maritime culture, architectural brilliance, and the description of Atlantis in Plato's dialogues. The island of Thera, once home to a thriving Minoan population, suffered a catastrophic volcanic eruption around 1600 BC, a disaster that obliterated most of the island, resulted in a massive tsunami, 
and led to the eventual decline of the Minoan civilization. Luce argued that the Minoan downfall mirrored the cataclysmic end of Atlantis, their story preserved in the Egyptian records from which Plato reportedly sourced his account. In recent years, another location within the Mediterranean has garnered attention. Satellite imagery and underwater archaeology have revealed intriguing formations near the coast of Spain, in a region called the Donana National Park. Led by German archaeologist Rainer Kuhn, a group of researchers proposed that these formations, seemingly reflecting a concentric pattern reminiscent of Plato's description, might be the remnants of Atlantis. While the Mediterranean theories present intriguing parallels to Plato's tale, none have been conclusively proven. Despite numerous expeditions, excavations, and countless hours of scholarly debate, the Mediterranean Sea has yet to yield definitive proof of Atlantis's existence. As we continue to trace the threads of various Atlantis theories, it becomes clear that the search for the lost city is as much about the journey as it is about the destination. Each hypothesis, each potential clue, paints a fascinating picture of our past and reflects our enduring fascination with the enigma of Atlantis. Our journey to uncover the secrets of Atlantis now takes us beyond the known world of the ancient Greeks and into the vast expanse of the Atlantic Ocean. Plato's narrative, with its tantalizing detail of Atlantis lying beyond the pillars of Hercules, has led many to propose that the lost city might be submerged somewhere in the Atlantic. One such proponent was Ignatius Donnelly, a U.S. congressman and prolific writer of the late 19th century. In his popular book Atlantis, The Antediluvian World, Donnelly claimed that Atlantis was a real, historical continent located in the Atlantic Ocean. Drawing on a wealth of historical, linguistic, and mythological connections, he argued that Atlantis was the mother culture from which all ancient civilizations sprang. He even connected the technological prowess of the Atlanteans to the construction of the Egyptian pyramids. Another noteworthy figure in the search for an Atlantic Atlantis was Edgar Cayce, a popular mystic of the 20th century. Known for his prophetic readings, Cayce claimed that Atlantis was a highly advanced civilization that had harnessed the power of crystals for energy. He predicted that remnants of Atlantis would rise again near the Bermuda region, adding another layer of mystery to the already enigmatic Bermuda Triangle. In recent years, attention has turned towards the underwater region near the Bahamas known as the Bimini Road. This underwater rock formation, discovered in the 1960s, has sparked debate among researchers due to its unusual, seemingly man-made, linear pattern. While some have suggested it could be a road or wall from the lost city, no concrete evidence has yet linked the Bimini Road to Atlantis. Like the theories that place Atlantis within the Mediterranean, those that point to the Atlantic are rich with captivating details and intriguing conjectures. Yet, despite the wealth of research and exploration, the Atlantic has kept its secrets well guarded. Atlantis, if it does rest within these waters, remains hidden beneath the waves a testament to the enduring mystery that continues to captivate our collective imagination. As our quest for Atlantis continues, we now venture into the realm of unorthodox theories, ones that steer away from the conventional geographic confines and delve into the more unconventional locations from the polar ice caps to the heart of South America. Charles Hapgood, 
a history professor from the mid-20th century, presented one such unorthodox theory. In his book Maps of the Ancient Sea Kings, Hapgood suggested that the lost city of Atlantis was actually located in Antarctica. He based his theory on the Pyre Rees map, a pre-modern world map compiled in 1513. Hapgood argued that the map showed an ice-free Antarctica, indicating an advanced civilization, possibly Atlantis, that had the means to explore and map the continent before it was covered in ice. Yet another unorthodox theory links Atlantis to South America, specifically the region of the Andes Mountains. Jim Allen, a researcher and explorer, proposed that the Bolivian city of Pampa Alagas fits Plato's description of Atlantis. Allen pointed to the city's circular shape, the surrounding agricultural terraces, and its location near large deposits of tin and gold as evidence of its Atlantean identity. While the theory has intrigued some, it has also faced criticism due to the geographical discrepancy with Plato's account. The North Pole, too, has been posited as a possible location for Atlantis. This theory, known as the Polar Shift Theory, suggests that shifts in the Earth's crust could have moved Atlantis from a temperate region to the North Pole, where it was eventually submerged and frozen. These unorthodox theories, while less commonly accepted, showcase the wide-ranging and global intrigue that the mystery of Atlantis inspires. Each theory, each proposed location, reflects a piece of the human imagination, a testament to our desire to explore, to understand, and to connect with our shared past. Whether or not they lead us closer to the lost city, they undoubtedly add to the rich tapestry of the Atlantis narrative. Chapter 4 Seeking the Truth, Scientific and Archaeological Pursuits The quest to unearth Atlantis, hidden beneath the layers of time and mythology, has taken numerous forms over the centuries, transforming from a philosophical pursuit to an archaeological expedition. This intricate dance between archaeology and myth has drawn countless explorers, scholars, and even amateur enthusiasts, all seeking to prove the reality behind the Atlantis legend. One of the earliest formal attempts to excavate Atlantis's remnants was spearheaded by the classical scholar Angelos Galanopoulos in the 1960s. Inspired by the theory that equated Atlantis with the Minoan civilization on Thera, Galanopoulos initiated a series of archaeological digs on the island. The excavations unearthed a remarkably advanced society, with multi-storied buildings, sophisticated plumbing, and vibrant frescoes. Despite these findings, definitive proof linking Thera to Atlantis remained elusive. In the mid-20th century, another significant attempt was undertaken by the famous oceanographer and explorer Jacques Cousteau. Equipped with the Calypso, his research vessel, Cousteau embarked on an underwater expedition near the Azores Islands in the Atlantic, hoping to uncover the sunken remnants of the lost city. While the expedition did reveal some intriguing geological formations, none could be conclusively identified as part of Atlantis. Perhaps one of the most well-funded recent attempts to locate Atlantis was led by the American businessman and adventurer Robert Sarmast. In the early 2000s, armed with sonar technology, Sarmast organized a deep-sea exploration near Cyprus in the eastern Mediterranean. His team identified what they believed to be an underwater city, its layout strikingly similar to Plato's description. Yet, 
Like the many attempts before it, Sarmast's expedition couldn't definitively prove the discovered city to be Atlantis. The allure of Atlantis has inspired countless attempts to bridge the gap between archaeology and myth. While these expeditions have expanded our knowledge about ancient civilizations, the underwater topography, and the dynamics of natural disasters, Atlantis itself remains a mystery. These attempts, though fraught with challenges, signify our undying curiosity and our relentless pursuit of the unknown, qualities that continue to propel our search for the lost city of Atlantis. As the hunt for Atlantis presses on into the 21st century, technology has emerged as a game-changer, allowing us to probe further and deeper into our past. Satellite imagery and underwater archaeology, once the stuff of science fiction, are now at the forefront of our search for the elusive city. Satellite imagery, in particular, has unlocked a new perspective on archaeology. Dr. Sarah Parkak, a space archaeologist, has pioneered the use of remote sensing technology to locate archaeological sites from space. Her work in Egypt has demonstrated how high-resolution images from space can reveal subtle changes in vegetation and soil that hint at buried structures. While Parkak's work has yet to unearth Atlantis, her methodology represents a new, exciting direction in the search for the lost city. Underwater archaeology has also seen significant advancements in recent years. In 2011, a research team led by Professor Richard Freund from the University of Hartford used a combination of deep ground radar, digital mapping, and underwater technology to locate a city in the marshlands of Spain's Don Ana National Park. The team claimed the site matched Plato's description of Atlantis. However, as with all Atlantis claims, this has been met with skepticism and has yet to be widely accepted. The combination of satellite imagery and underwater archaeology truly came into its own in 2018 when an organization named Merlin Burroughs claimed to have found Atlantis off the coast of Spain. Utilizing satellite data and underwater exploration, they argued that they discovered ancient buildings and structures that aligned with Plato's accounts. But again, without irrefutable proof, their claims remain part of the ongoing Atlantis discourse rather than conclusive evidence. As we continue to harness technology in our search for Atlantis, it's important to remember that it is only as effective as our understanding of what we seek. Until we know more about the true nature of Atlantis, a real place or a philosophical construct, technology serves as a tool, a means to explore the vast tapestry of our past drawing us ever closer to understanding our collective heritage and the enduring mystery of Atlantis. Throughout the centuries-long search for Atlantis, the journey has been marked by a series of promising finds and disappointing dead ends. Each discovery, whether it brought us closer to the truth or led us further into the labyrinth of myths, added a new chapter to the unfolding story of Atlantis. One of the most promising finds came from the island of Santorini where excavations unearthed a Bronze Age city buried beneath volcanic ash. Archaeologists discovered a complex city layout, vibrant wall paintings, and signs of advanced technology. The civilization's sudden downfall and the island's circular shape bore striking resemblances to Plato's description of Atlantis. Despite the compelling parallels, definitive proof linking Santorini to Atlantis has yet to be found. In another part of the world, 
Off the coast of Cuba, a team of explorers led by Paulina Zelitsky discovered intriguing underwater structures in 2001. Using sonar scanning, they revealed pyramids, roads, and buildings at a depth of over 2,000 feet. The sophisticated structures sparked excitement about a possible link to Atlantis. However, without further evidence or the means to investigate such depths, the findings remain another tantalizing, yet unconfirmed, lead. Then there were dead ends, like the Bimini Road in the Bahamas. This underwater rock formation, with its linear pattern of stones, stirred speculation about a road to the lost city. Despite decades of study and numerous diving expeditions, no further artifacts or ruins have been found in the vicinity, leading many to conclude that the formation is a natural geological phenomenon rather than a man-made structure. Another significant dead end was the Mid-Atlantic Ridge Theory. Early 20th century explorers postulated that the ridge, a massive underwater mountain range, was the location of Atlantis. However, scientific studies have since shown that the ridge has been underwater for millions of years, precluding any possibility of a recent, advanced civilization. Each hit and miss on the path to finding Atlantis, whether fruitful or frustrating, has deepened our understanding of ancient civilizations, our planet's geological changes, and even human nature itself. These ventures, regardless of their outcome, have brought us closer together in our shared pursuit of unraveling the mysteries of our collective past. And so, the search for Atlantis continues an eternal symbol of humanity's quest for knowledge and discovery. Chapter 5 Debating Atlantis, The Skeptics Versus The Believers As our journey into the legend of Atlantis nears its conclusion, we find ourselves stepping back from the literal search for a sunken city and towards more philosophical, rational explanations. The most compelling among these suggest Atlantis as an allegory or a result of misinterpretation. The allegorical interpretation takes us back to Plato, the original source of the Atlantis tale. Some scholars argue that Plato, a philosopher more than a historian, used Atlantis as a parable rather than a factual account. According to this view, Atlantis served as a warning against hubris and moral degradation. Its luxurious lifestyle, advanced technology, and ultimate downfall provided a stark lesson about the dangers of losing one's virtue in the pursuit of power and wealth. Dr. Julianas, a renowned philosopher, is a strong advocate of the allegorical interpretation. In her writings, she stresses that Plato often used elaborate metaphors to convey his philosophical ideas. She argues that the vivid description of Atlantis's grandeur and subsequent destruction parallels Plato's vision of an ideal society and the consequences of straying from it. Misinterpretation is another rational explanation for the Atlantis narrative. According to this perspective, errors in the translation of Plato's dialogues could have inflated the true nature of Atlantis. One such misinterpretation revolves around the age of Atlantis. As per Plato, Atlantis existed 9,000 years before his time. However, some argue that a translation error occurred, and the actual period Plato mentioned was 900 years, placing Atlantis within the time frame of known history. J. V. Luce, an expert in ancient history and languages, supports this theory. 
Luce suggests that a minor error in interpreting the ancient Greek numeric system could have caused this massive chronological discrepancy, transforming a possibly real place into a mythical one. Both the allegorical and misinterpretation explanations underscore the fact that the story of Atlantis, at its heart, is entwined with human perception and understanding. Whether it was Plato's allegorical lesson or a case of lost in translation, the enduring mystery of Atlantis continues to captivate us, reflecting our inherent fascination with the unknown and our timeless pursuit of truth. Despite the abundance of rational explanations, there persists a league of relentless enthusiasts, modern-day Argonauts, who fervently believe in the real, physical existence of Atlantis. These proponents hold high the torch of exploration, guided by a mixture of historical interpretation, scientific evidence, and, quite possibly, a touch of romanticism. Ignatius Donnelly, a 19th-century polymath and congressman, was one of the earliest and most notable figures championing Atlantis's existence. In his book Atlantis, The Antediluvian World, he argued that Atlantis was the common ancestor of all known ancient civilizations. Donnelly suggested that similarities among disparate ancient cultures around the world could only be explained if they shared a common origin, Atlantis. In more recent times, Graham Hancock, an investigative journalist, has emerged as a prominent Atlantis theorist. He advocates for a revisionist view of human history, arguing that an advanced civilization, potentially Atlantis, existed over 10,000 years ago and was wiped out by a cataclysmic event. Hancock points to underwater structures around the world, such as the Yanaguni Monument in Japan, as potential remnants of this lost civilization. Meanwhile, Robert Sarmast, the adventurer we met earlier, remains undeterred by the skepticism surrounding his explorations off the coast of Cyprus. Sarmast continues to argue that the underwater formations his team discovered match Plato's description of Atlantis. His claims, while not widely accepted in the scientific community, have kept the conversation around Atlantis alive. These proponents, with their enduring faith in Atlantis's existence, embody the human spirit's resilience and curiosity. Their theories, while often contested, bring a certain charm and vitality to the ongoing discourse around Atlantis. Despite the odds, they remain committed to their quest, fueled by the possibility that one day they might indeed uncover the truth behind the lost city of Atlantis. As we near the end of our journey through the lore of Atlantis, we find ourselves at a crossroads between literal interpretation and total skepticism, rational explanations, and unyielding belief. Yet, some scholars and explorers are trying to chart a middle ground, a plausible explanation that incorporates elements from all sides of the debate. Among them is Dr. K.T. Frost, an early 20th-century Irish historian, who suggested that the Minoan civilization on Crete and Thera, modern Santorini, may have inspired Plato's Atlantis. The Minoans were a seafaring civilization, technologically advanced for their time, and their downfall, brought about by a catastrophic volcanic eruption around 1600 BC, aligns with Plato's account of Atlantis's destruction. More recently, Julian Cope, a British author and cultural commentator, proposed that the Atlanteans were a maritime culture spread across coastal regions worldwide. They left traces of their existence across the globe, 
from the megalithic structures of Western Europe to the steppe pyramids of Mesoamerica. According to Cope, the loss of Atlantis wasn't the sinking of a single island but the gradual decline of a dispersed, maritime civilization. Then there's Professor Richard Freund from the University of Hartford. Freund worked on the Spanish marshlands of Danana National Park, where his team identified circular and rectangular structures buried in the mud. Freund proposed that this could be Tartessos, a wealthy civilization mentioned by ancient Greeks, which he believes could have been the basis for Plato's Atlantis. These middle ground theories share a common thread. They accept that Atlantis may not be a single, identifiable city that sunk into the sea. Instead, they propose that Atlantis might represent an amalgamation of historical truths, cultural memories, and perhaps a dash of Plato's philosophical symbolism. In the end, the mystery of Atlantis serves as a mirror, reflecting our desires, fears, and curiosities. It underscores our yearning to explore, understand, and perhaps even to believe in the unbelievable. And in this sense, the lost city of Atlantis is never truly lost. It continues to live and evolve within our collective imagination. Chapter 6, Atlantis Today, Recent Developments and Ongoing Mysteries In our exploration of the legend of Atlantis, we've spanned thousands of years, examining ancient texts, revisiting archaeological sites, and plumbing the depths of both the oceans and human curiosity. Yet, as we bring our journey to its conclusion, it is clear that the quest for Atlantis is far from over. In fact, it seems to be entering a new, exciting phase, driven by the latest advancements in technology and archaeology. Among the forerunners of these new expeditions is Dr. Martin Pepper, a geoarchaeologist who has led a series of explorations around the Mediterranean Sea. Using advanced ground-penetrating radar, Dr. Pepper and his team have been investigating the submerged structures off the coast of Spain, near the Strait of Gibraltar. Their goal is to gather evidence to support the theory that the ancient city of Tartessos might have been the inspiration behind Plato's Atlantis. Meanwhile, Dr. Greg Little, a psychologist-turned-explorer, is leading a multidisciplinary team on an intriguing endeavor in the Bahamas. Their expedition involves using autonomous underwater vehicles equipped with sonar and high-resolution cameras to map and explore the underwater formations known as the Bimini Road. The Bimini Road has been a point of contention among Atlantis enthusiasts for decades, with some asserting it to be the remnants of Atlantis. Lastly, in an interesting turn of events, the space agency NASA has also joined the quest for Atlantis, albeit indirectly. Using satellite imagery and sophisticated analysis algorithms originally developed for Mars exploration, they've been mapping seabed topography. While their primary interest lies in geological patterns, any unexpected findings could potentially lend credence to the existence of underwater ruins like Atlantis. These latest expeditions, teeming with potential, remind us that the mystery of Atlantis is not just a question of the past but a beacon that continues to illuminate our path into the future. As we dig deeper, both literally and metaphorically, we inch closer to unraveling a mystery that has captivated humanity for millennia. And who knows? The answer to the enigma of Atlantis might just be a dive, a dig, or a satellite image away. 
As we continue our exploration of the enduring mystery of Atlantis, it's essential to peer into the hallowed halls of academia and hear what contemporary scholars have to say. After all, the academic sphere is where ancient stories and myths meet rigorous analysis and critical thinking. Dr. Eberhard Zanger, a geoarchaeologist and a prominent figure in the scholarly discourse around Atlantis, suggests that we should consider Atlantis as a memory of the late Bronze Age Aegean civilization. He posits that the story of Atlantis could be a cultural echo of the era when the Mycenaean Greeks dominated the Aegean Sea, an interpretation that brings together history, mythology, and archaeology. On another end of the academic spectrum, Dr. Bettany Hughes, a noted historian and author, upholds the view that Atlantis was a philosophical construct crafted by Plato. In her analysis, Atlantis was a literary tool, a counterpoint to Plato's ideal society, which he described in his work The Republic. According to Dr. Hughes, the story of Atlantis's downfall served as a stark warning against hubris and moral decay. Meanwhile, Dr. Marc-André Bernier, an underwater archaeologist, maintains a cautious stance. While he doesn't dismiss the idea that there might be a kernel of historical truth to the Atlantis tale, he underscores the need for concrete archaeological evidence. Without such evidence, he argues, the story of Atlantis remains firmly in the realm of legend and myth. The scholarly discourse around Atlantis is as diverse as it is dynamic. Whether they see Atlantis as an allegory, a memory of a long-gone civilization, or a potential archaeological discovery waiting to happen, these academics continue to examine the tale from different perspectives. Their insights not only enrich our understanding of Atlantis but also remind us that the power of this ancient legend lies in its ability to spark relentless inquiry, debate, and the pursuit of knowledge. As we conclude our voyage through the ocean of the Atlantis mystery, we return to an essential question why does the lost city continue to fascinate us, thousands of years after its first mention in Plato's dialogues? One possible explanation lies in our innate curiosity about our past. Atlantis represents a piece of human history that's just beyond our grasp, a tantalizing enigma that's both familiar and alien. It's an echo from an era long past, yet it reverberates through the centuries, an unsolved riddle that appeals to the historian, the explorer, and the dreamer in us. This enduring intrigue also stems from our collective fascination with lost civilizations. Atlantis represents the ultimate lost world and advanced, powerful society that vanished without a trace. The city's described grandeur and subsequent downfall serve as a narrative that warns against the perils of hubris and unchecked power. This makes Atlantis a cautionary tale that remains relevant today, even as our societies evolve and technologies advance. Then there's the allure of discovery which has been a driving force behind human endeavor since time immemorial. Atlantis is an emblem of the unknown, the undiscovered. Every theory, every expedition, and every debate about its existence breathes life into our adventurous spirit, rekindling the primal thrill of exploration. Lastly, the mystery of Atlantis provides a canvas upon which we project our hopes, fears, and fantasies. Whether it's a utopia lost to time, an advanced ancient civilization, or a symbol of human overreach, Atlantis embodies our shared imagination and collective consciousness. 
the eternal enigma of Atlantis, then, isn't just about a lost city. It's a testament to our unquenchable thirst for knowledge, our passion for exploration, and our enduring fascination with the mysteries of our past. As long as these traits endure, the captivating tale of Atlantis will continue to beguile and inspire, stirring our souls and igniting our imagination.